if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, uh, that timer was very fast. Quick 30 seconds, and the college hoop season begins very soon. I believe uh, 10 days, 9 days, something like that. I mean, you know, interesting. Going to have full, hopefully full capacity at most of the arenas, if not all. Different type of season. Last season, much different. Not as many fans, no fans in a lot of places. Um it's going to be different, and we're going to do a hoops preview. And the next time you'll see this podcast uh, will be in February, towards the end of February, as we get ready for March Madness. But you got to preview the season, kind of look back on what we did in this show. Uh, uh, what? How many months is February from now? Three and a half, three yep. months, whatever. I don't know how to do the numbers, but you know it is what it is. I, I wanted to look. I wanted to look at a lot of the rankings, but then I thought I've already looked through most of the people's rankings like forty times. So I kind of want to look at some key points. Um, in terms of what I had pe- uh, teams ranked as and what p- other people that I respect had teams ranked as. So not Andy Katz. So, yeah, Andy Katz will not be here. He's, he's out of the list there. He's not going to be involved in this portion. But, I, you know, you're looking at some trends. I think UCLA is a team that's a little bit overhyped. Uh, even I though I think they're going to be very good, I still think they're, go- they're going to be probably – I tend to like Oregon a little bit more in an entire season, yeah. but I, I mean, think UCLA is more talented. Yeah, you look at UCLA, though, but, you know, they were a playing game in an 11 spot. They almost lost to Michigan State right there. They had a heck of a run, and they returned everybody, I believe. Pretty much. Um, I mean, the they lost uh, Chris Smith, I think is his name. Yeah. Was injured so, last season, so he didn't So play. I get the hype. I don't know if they're AP number two hype, but, you know. Yeah, it's I a little much. Top five, top eight. This seems okay, but a Michigan State team with a legitimate point guard wins that game in the play in last season, and that's what Izzo hasn't had since Cassius Winston left. So that's going to be a problem for Michigan State, who's a team that's kind of in between like 26 and 35 at this point, I think, uh, for a lot of people. But um, another one is Texas. I mean, Texas is. They lost some guys, but they brought in a lot. And obviously the coaching is going to be improved. I think Chris Beard's a much better coach than Shaka Smart is at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of talent there too, though. I mean, their backcourt is still loaded. Yeah. And I think it'll, it'll depend on how those transfers mesh and with the system. And, you know, it might take them a a few, a little while to get going. Um, Another thing that you have this year is, you know, the, the freshmen, that were coming in the five stars like Kentucky, they didn't have the chance to to play as much together, which they're going to get that this year. So um, I think you're going to see some upside in, in transfers, heav- heavily transferred schools. And then also those guys getting the five stars that you did. Tons, tons of turnover and in, in a lot of rosters. I mean, there are so many different teams. That's why the teams that are returning everybody are bringing a ton of talent onto a team that already had a lot of guys. Those are the teams that are really ranked high. Texas is one of those teams. Matt Coleman's out. They bring in Marcus Carr. Um, if you look at a team like Gonzaga, Suggs is out. They bring in two freshmen, Nolan Hickman and Hunter Salas, two guards that are coming in. Chet Holmgren is going to be there with Timmy now. Um, so I think those are the teams you really rely on. But there's a lot of teams with, like, question marks, teams in the top ten, like Michigan. We don't know what they are. They have a lot of guys outside of Dickinson and Johns that haven't played there. And they bring in another point guard, Devontae Jones, Coastal Carolina transfer. They had Mike Smith transfer last year uh, into their program, and he played well for them. But another team that I look at, and I my top five right now is Gonzaga, Texas, Villanova, UCLA, Kansas. Now, if I could redo it, I'd probably put Kansas over UCLA. 
I think Kansas is going to be very good, even though I think we all know that Bill Self should probably be suspended right now, but whatever. Um, <laughs> sure. But Remy Martin, preseason player in the Big 12 already, didn't even play a game at Kansas, hasn't really played in the Big 12 very often. Arizona State transfer. I mean, Kansas is loaded. I like that team a lot. Um, you know, you look at another team that I think – Lost a lot, but also brought a lot of guys back. Baylor, I have Baylor at uh, number, maybe a little generous. You're a little more respect for Baylor at number 10. Uh, Sean Paul had Baylor at 15. I had them at 10. So I wonder kind of, um, maybe I'm showing a little too much respect to Baylor. I mean, they lost their three best players, but I still think they're good. Right. And uh, what's his name? The freshman Guard they had Langston Love, I think his name is, has the torn ACL, so that's a big loss for them. But, I mean, you lose Davion Mitchell, Jared Butler, Macy Oteague, that's going to be a problem, but I still think that they're pretty good. Um, Vital also gone, but Flagler returns, Matthew Meyer returns, LJ Cryer's been there, he comes in, and he'll play a bigger role. But um, outside of that, I mean, other highlighted points, that teams that are ranked, uh, a team that I have in the top 25 is St. Bonaventure. We'll, we'll touch on them when we touch on the Atlantic 10. They're just – I mean, they're returning everybody. They have the right. exact same starting five. And it's the starting five that's already been there and played together a lot. Like, these are all seniors pretty much in their starting five. So I really like them. Uh, and the conference gets weaker with um, with Javante Perkins going down for St. Louis. I think that's really going to hamper St. Louis this season. So I think the only competition really in the Atlantic 10 for St. Bonaventure is uh, Richmond. So we'll see. I don't know. You got any other interesting things to look at in the rankings of the AP 25 or other people's rankings? I mean, it's uh, a lot of people feel the same way about most teams. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that they're all fair. You know, again, it's preseason rankings. We, until the guys start playing each other and we see them out there, I I don't think you know much. I I know you, you look at Gonzaga and who they have, um, you're going to put them at number one and see if they can run it out again. Uh, they're going to have some challenges this year. I think they play UCLA, um, Texas, Texas. So, you know, I, I, everybody talks about how bad, you know, the West coast conference is, but I, you know, they, they at least put games out there before they even get into conference that are, you know, tough that most, most teams aren't going to play in. So Gonzaga last season, like people, Oh, they lost again. They didn't accidentally kill everybody in the country before that game. Like, and I guess UCLA kept it close with them, but that wasn't an accident. They were that good. I mean, you look at, uh, real quick, before we get into some conference breakdowns, I have that Jeff Goodman article ranking the top games of the season. Mm -hmm. There's some loaded games early, too. I mean, and another thing, real quick, before we get into that, I I don't think I should be surprised, but I'm a little bit surprised that everybody's buying into the Memphis hype. Like, everybody has Memphis in the top 12. Everybody. Yeah. And it's a team that is like a typical five-star it doesn't work out type team. Yeah. It's a lot like Kentucky's been all these years and stuff. So I don't, I, well, at least Kentucky's, you know, won something. Yeah. Well, they got a coach, I guess. Better coach than Penny Hardaway. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the number one game is obviously Duke, North Carolina, March 5th, which will probably be the last one at can't, what well, will be the last one at Cameron indoor for coach K. So not, I mean, that'll be a fun game to watch, but that's, yeah, that's kind of one of those overhyped games. I mean, I'm sure Duke will beat him by 20, but yeah, uh, Duke and Kentucky, which is the first game of the season for them, the uh, Champions Classic. Um, another one of those games you get a lot of freshmen playing, and uh, you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, sometimes Duke kills them, sometimes Kentucky kills them. I mean, I don't know. Gonzaga and Duke play on November 26th. That'll be a good game. Then Gonzaga does play UCLA. Gonzaga plays Texas. Uh, you'll have uh, Chris Beard returning to Texas Tech to face them on February 1st. Um, obviously, Michigan and Purdue both go to Illinois. Those will be interesting games. Uh, Villanova at Baylor on December 12th. That's a good game. Purdue-North Carolina-Mohegan Sun game on November 20th. That's a good game. Alabama is going to beat Memphis by 20 on December 14th. Uh other than that, a lot of like typical rivalry type games. Tennessee's going to beat Memphis by 15 on December 18th. UCLA, North Carolina, and Vegas, Kentucky, Ohio State, and Vegas. Michigan at Purdue, February 5th. Memphis at Houston, and people will realize that Houston's better uh, probably on February 12th. So yeah, a lot of run in the middle stuff. I mean, Gonzaga, BYU. 
that is not a top 40 matchup for the entire season. I'm sorry. There's got to be a better game to throw in there. Gonzaga, BYU, I just – BYU is not as good as they were last yeah. season. Yeah. And Gonzaga is probably going to kill everybody again. They might lose a non-conference game this season, but they're still going to be very good. Okay. Conference breakdowns. Uh, some con- I, I wrote down a, ki- a contender and a pretender from each conference. And it's not just the obvious. Okay, I went a little bit, you know, some people are going to disagree with this. That's the goal here. I want people to disagree with this. Not always certain things like last season, you know, I ran with the Davion Mitchell thing defensively, 100% right about that. Everybody saw it. Um, And kind of what I think a team is. And in the AAC, contender Houston, very good team. That's an obvious one because outside of the top two teams in that conference, there's not much going on. Memphis is a pretender. Show me, show me that you can win something. I agree. They get they they need to prove it. They definitely they need have to prove it. one of the top five, probably top three most talented rosters in the country. Uh-huh. But you got to prove that you can win something. You don't just roll five stars out there and win games. Like there's a reason why coaches uh, like Coach K and Calipari, for the most part, have been able to win games with five star freshmen because they can actually coach. I don't know if Penny Hardaway can actually coach. I don't know. And this conference overall. I mean, mean, thanks to the new rules and such, it doesn't look as sketchy as it used to, which, you know, still. Um, I am glad that Imani Bates is going to Memphis instead of Michigan State. I will say that. Um, But outside of the top two in this conference, I mean, SMU is pretty good. Uh, UCF is pretty good. Wichita State. They'll be solid as they usually are, but outside of that, it's pretty bad. Uh, in the West Coast Conference, obviously Gonzaga is a, a contender. These are the types of conferences where it's hard to pick outside of the top team going into it. Um, right. And then I think a pretender is St. Mary's. Um, I don't see them being very good uh, overall. I think outs- I, I honestly think San Francisco might be the second-best team in the conference this season. Like I don't know if they'll finish second, but I think they have the talent to be second. Like You look at Ken Palm, San Francisco's top 40 going into the season, projected offense and defense. So mm-hmm. that's pretty good. I mean, BYU is good, but I worry about them defensively. Atlantic 10, St. Bonaventure obviously is a contender. Uh, VCU, pretender. I don't see it. They lost Bones Island. They um, don't have a very good overall team outside of that. I mean, last season they weren't that good, to be honest. I think if they actually played in the tournament, which they didn't, Oregon still would have beaten them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's kind of, uh, you know, what I think, I, St. Louis, I probably would have put as a contender if Javante Perkins didn't get hurt. I, I liked them a lot, and now they're dead. Huge so ball. Richmond and Dayton and Davidson are three good teams in this conference as well. We'll see. Uh, Mountain West, everyone's all over San Diego State. I think they're good. I like Colorado State and Nevada a lot, especially Nevada. Nevada's loaded. I don't know if they'll win the conference, but they'll be close. So you call them San Diego State a pretender? No, I'm going to say Boise State. Okay. That's a team people like. I, I still think San Diego State's good, mm-hmm. but I think Boise State's a little overhyped. Um, just kind of metric-wise, you know, you got to look at the metrics, very important numbers, and you see sure. it. Yeah, Nevada, Colorado State, he has the metrics, mix that in, <laughs> shout out to him. But um, you know how it is. Uh, Missouri Valley, pretender Northern Iowa. Uh, don't see it with them. I was going to say Drake, but I still think Drake's good. Like Roman Penn's back. Uh, I know they lost Yesifu to Kansas, but they still have a good team. Uh, Hemphill's back as well. So, And you know who the contender is. Loyola Chicago is still good. I don't care. They lost their coach. They lost Crutwig. Still returning almost everybody else. Like mm-hmm. their backcourt, Clemens, Williamson, Norris, it's, it's very good. And they can pretty much throw anybody at the five. I still think that system will still be intact there. So that should work just fine. Uh, ACC. I, Duke, I think I'd be shocked if Duke didn't win the ACC. Like, they're not going to have Coach K go out not winning the conference. It, even if they have to start fixing games, to be honest, why not? I wouldn't <laughs> hate it, you know? Uh, and Virginia, I see, is highly overrated. Highly overrated. Like, yeah. you look at a team like Virginia with a veteran point guard. Kia Clark's pretty much been there for 30 years now, and he's still <laughs> running the point. You'd think they'd be like a team that I would like, but I just don't see it. I think there's five or six better teams in Virginia in this conference. And that starts with North Carolina, Florida State, 
um, Louisville, Virginia Tech. I would even look at Notre Dame as being pretty good compared to them. But uh, I don't know. I hope Virginia people disagree, and I don't even care. Uh, Big <laughs> East, you know I love UConn. I do once again. Still a good team, returning a lot of people, players. I don't know why I said people. It was kind of weird. Um, and then Seton Hall, a team that I've loved a lot last few years. No, they're not going to – it's going to be an ugly year for them, I think. Um yeah, I, I actually like St. John's more than Seton Hall, which I don't know if a lot of people do, but I'm going to go with it. And then I'm just going to do a Chris Beard special in the Big 12, Texas, the contender, Texas Tech, the pretender. Okay. Uh, Chris Beard kind of ruined Texas Tech's program, honestly. Yeah. It's over. Good night. Uh, they lose to Maury Burnett. He goes to Alabama, and now he's out for the season. So there he goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still think Texas Tech's going to be a hard team to play against just because of the defensive system. I still think they'll keep that intact, but yeah, no. Uh, Big Ten, interesting, very interesting. Uh, I think you'll know exactly who I'm going to say based off of recent discussions. My contender is Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I think they win the conference. Don't even care. Uh, they're absolutely loaded in terms of depth. <clears throat> they don't have the best players in the conference. They have the most depth, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Even Even over Illinois. That's right, yeah. It's all right. And Purdue. A lot of and, depth. And Purdue. And let's be honest, uh, Chris Holtman is probably one of the three best coaches in the conference. I heard uh, Fran McCaffrey said that this is the deepest Iowa team he's ever had. Yeah, he should have <clears throat> said deepest, least talented team I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, what is he doing? What a stupid comment. And I can't even put Iowa as a pretender because they stink. Right. <laughs> God, yeah. uh, my pretender is Maryland. So okay, I mean, yeah, you I were, mean, they're gonna you be... were huge on Maryland when all the transfers and stuff were happening. I was, I was very big on them. I'm like, wow, this team's gonna be very talented. Then I thought, number one, I don't think Turchin's that great. Number <laughs> two, this is gonna be an extremely inefficient team. Like Fats Russell's gonna shoot 31 percent in the Big Ten. Like yeah. seriously, he wasn't even that much of an efficient guy. When he was uh, when he was at Rhode Island, I mean, I just I just don't see it. Um, but they are gonna, you know, they'll have. I don't know how Kudis Wahab's gonna fare in the in the Big Ten. He was in the Big East last season at Georgetown, but I don't know how he's gonna fare going against a completely different style of big men. Right. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, Fats Russell thirty three percent, thirty eight percent, thirty three percent from the field. At Rhode Island, 22%, 35%, 23% from three. Ouch. So when uh, you say efficient, he's not a name that comes up. <laughs> not at all. Uh, Pac-12, you know I love Oregon. So mm-hmm. Oregon, boom. And even though Sean Miller's not there, F Arizona still, I don't see it. Pretender, Arizona State's better. Suck on that. Uh, Sean Miller, who should never <laughs> coach again at this level. Loser. Uh, SEC. Tennessee, a team that I really like. I think Tennessee's got a very nice roster. Uh, Rick Barnes, I still think, is a good coach. Um, they're bringing back a lot of guys. Viscovi's back. Fulkerson's back. Uh, what's his name? Kennedy Chandler, I think is his name, is a stud at guard. I'm trying to find uh, what I said about them in my ranking. Um, but they're you know, a good team. Tennessee fell off last year, though, right? Like, they were good. They were ranked high, and then... Crap the bed. That's been like every year there, except for the year where they had Admiral Schofield and Grant Williams, and they were really good, made a yeah. run. But other than that, yeah, I mean, they're still – I mean, they lost three key guys, but they right. bring in – they they return Vescovi and Fulkerson. They get Kennedy Chandler. Justin Powell's a stud at Auburn. He's coming in, so that's a big ad. Um, and then LSU is my pretender just because too many injuries. Like I, this is a team that I was going to have in my top thirty, and I had to drop them out. Adam Miller injury kills them. I think. I think they were going to have a really good backcourt, a bragging rights backcourt with Penson and Miller, and now it's gone. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, Will Wade's a cheating stooge. So there you go. Okay. Uh, Will Wade, total clown. <laughs> clown show. I mean, you talk about all the clown shows. He might be the biggest cheater, honestly. He's got to be top five. I, how? Yeah. I, th- that's just a classic I case mean, of 
winning. Yeah, he was. Wasn't he recorded talking about giving the bag or something like? <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, come on, the guy. <laughs> he he's he's very much a cheater. So good for him. Uh, before we get into the winners of the conferences, mm-hmm. I have players to watch in each of the eleven conferences that we're covering. We're not going to cover the other 21 today just because i think most of them are kind of like obvious yeah you know i mean not all of them most, i still love the ovc dominant teams and yeah the ovc the mac the sunbelt the socon some of my favorite mid-major conferences to watch but we'll save that we'll talk about the we'll give those conferences their time in february and march but uh aac and this is unbiased I'm not going to pick somebody. I'll pick somebody that I just dumped on their team a few minutes ago, but you got to watch this player. Imani Bates, perfect example. Huge big-time five-star freshman at Memphis. You got to watch him, see how he plays. Will he be James Wiseman, you know? I mean, they got a lot of talent there. So we'll see if Penny Hardaway finds a way to F it up, which I assume he probably will, but I don't know. Uh, Same thing in the West Coast Conference, Chet Holmgren. I mean, come on. How the hell is anybody going to stop Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren? Like, there is no way that they don't run the table in the West Coast Conference. They might lose a game in the non-conference, which might be good for them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I feel like them losing, if they lose to UCLA or Texas, that would probably be for the best. Because I feel like it's very hard to just try to be undefeated and worry about it the whole time. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Atlantic 10, Jacob Gilliard, fifth season at Richmond. He uh, He's good, good player. 13 points per game. Five, uh, six assists, three rebounds, big-time guard. If he plays well, they could maybe give St. Bonaventure a run for their money. I don't know. I mean, he's kind of the key for them. Uh, Mountain West, same thing. Grant Sherfield, Nevada. Nevada's got a very good roster this season. Sherfield, 18 points, three rebounds, six assists last season. Uh, big-time player. I think if Nevada's going to have a chance in the Mountain West, he's going to be the guy. Uh, Missouri Valley, same thing here. Drake, Roman, Penn, if he stays healthy, plays well. Preseason Missouri Valley Player of the Year favorite. Um, so if they're going to give Loyola Chicago a run, he's got to be the guy. Uh, ACC, another five-star freshman, Paolo Boncaro. I think I nailed that name. Uh, very good player. Very good. Like preseason, could be preseason National Player of the Year type player. Like he's right there with Bates. He's right there with Holmgren. So we'll see how he plays. I mean, he's got to be the guy for Duke. Duke and Kentucky, this is a big year because last season, as you said earlier, freshmen didn't have the chance to do what normal freshmen do coming in, and it killed them. And also there was – I think the way that the roster was constructed, especially for Kentucky, was horrible last season. So I think a little bit better roster construction will help. Uh, A couple guards in the Big East and the Big 12, Colin Gillespie, uh, preseason All-American, returning from that big injury for Villanova. If Villanova is going to be as good as everybody thinks they will be, he's going to be the guy. And then Marcus Carr at Texas, I'm very curious to see how he plays because he's going to be playing in a much better backcourt than he's ever played in. Right. He's going to be playing with it, Jones. It'll see. It'll be interesting to see how he plays not being the only guy because at Minnesota it was the Marcus Carr show. I mean, he it was he was either on and they would do good, or he was off and shut down and they weren't good. So, I mean, how many legitimate players did he actually play with there? I feel like Oturu might be the only one. Yeah. Wasn't good. But, but he, like I said, he, he likes to have the ball. So that's true. I mean, the good thing for him too, is that he's going to have tons of options to, if he doesn't shoot as much as he did in Minnesota, he's going to have options there. I mean, yeah. their front court is going to be good. Trey Mitchell, I think is going to have a huge season. The UMass transfer uh, there. Uh, Jade Nivey, I've been hyping him up. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. He's going to win Big Ten Player of the Year at Purdue. So just if he has a bad season, what an idiot I am. Uh, Will Richardson, another guard who's been there for a while at Oregon in the Pac-12. Good roster there. I think he'll do well. And then a transfer in the SEC, Kellen Grady, Kentucky. Former star at Davidson. So him and Oscar Shubway will be two big transfers at a school with a lot of freshmen. I don't know how that's going to go. But um, let's do the uh, standings predictions and the – Conference winners, American Athletic Conference, big question, Houston or Memphis? That's pretty much what it comes down to. I'm going to go with Memphis. I think that, I think Penny has finally gotten his his guys. 
Number one recruiting class, I'm going to go with Memphis. I, I know that you don't think that Penny can do anything, no matter what kind of talent he has. But I'm going to trust him this year. You know, I think, I think I've think i dumped all over them so much that I can't even pick them. So uh-huh. I'm going to go with I Houston. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Houston 1, Memphis 2. I, bu- I think they both make the tournament. I think this is a two-bid league. Outside of that, I like uh, to finish it out 3 through 11. I know everybody's very interested in this part. Yeah, you're good. Uh, SMU, Wichita State, Temple, UCF, Cincinnati, Tulane, East Carolina, Tulsa, South Florida. That's how the exact standings are going to go. So there Write you go. Them down. put your money down. Yeah. yeah. Call Vegas. Uh, West Coast Conference. I'm shocked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Who did you say? St. Mary's pretender? I'm Gonzaga. Yeah, I stink. Obviously. Yeah. obviously, it's Gonzaga. Yeah. I mean, there's not even – it's, <laughs> it's not going to – it's going to be like a four or five game margin probably between them and number two, which I think number two is going to be uh, BYU. I'll go Gonzaga, BYU. Like I said earlier, San Francisco, a team that I really like. I'll put them mm-hmm. at three. Uh, Loyola Marymount's another team I like coming in this season. Uh, Lonzo Ball's cousin, I believe. Ball Brothers' cousin on that team still. So, solid club. Uh, St. Mary's, as I said, total pretender. Give me them a five. Santa Clara Pacific. San Diego Pepperdine. Pepperdine. Don't mm-hmm. care. Don't know. Portland is the last team there. So Portland's going to be a distant number 10. Uh, so, that's how I have the West Coast. A-10. Atlantic City. They can be obvious with St. Bonaventure. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bonnies, and that's my choice. Okay, yeah, pretty obvious. I, I, I mean, I Rich, I think Richmond's gonna be very close to two. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, Javante Perkins absolutely kills St. Louis. I still think they'll be fourth. I have Dayton third, VCU fifth, Rhode Island, Davidson, George Mason. George Mason's a team that's projected to probably be eleven or twelve. Kim English in there is the head coach now. Seems like they're building a little something. I think they're going to be a little better than people think. Give me them at eight. UMass just lost their best player at nine. Uh, Duquesne, I believe is how that one's pronounced, even mm-hmm. though I don't care because they're never good. At 10, LaSalle, George Washington, St. Joe's, Fordham rounds that out. Mountain West, this is a team where I think four or five teams could probably win the conference. So who knows? Yeah, I'm going to go with San Diego State, even though I shouldn't, according to – you i mean i'm going with them too okay so. <laughs> i think they're good you know i think this is a two-bid league this year i think uh, i think nevada gets in yeah i'll have them at number two uh colorado state i mentioned them i like them still i'll have them at three utah state four boise state who i said was a pretender at five uh unlv new coach in there uh, i think uh did they hire long kruger's son i think they did oh I think really that was the team who did it um i not know that yeah, I'm just going to confirm this one here. UNLV head coach, basketball. Kevin Kruger. Yeah, nailed it. Knew it the whole time. So they hired him. It looks like weirdly like him. Uh, it's kind of weird. It does look. Like creepy, creepy looking <laughs> kind of deal. Uh, Fresno State does look exactly. at seven. Uh, Dick Patino in New Mexico at eight. There you go. A little Good better boy. than people think. They're by Everyone's probably thinking nine or ten. Uh-huh. All right. He, you know, he's got Jamal Mashburn Jr. Jamal Mashburn Jr. is probably going to be all-conference, I think. Like, he was a pretty good Big Ten player as a freshman mm-hmm. last season. I think he's going to be all-conference in, in the Mountain West. Uh, Wyoming, nine. San Jose State. Whoa. Just about collapsed after the <laughs> San Jose part. Uh, Air Force, 11. I don't know what happened there. All right. Missouri Valley, before we get into the Power Six. Uh, I'm going to go, go with Loyola Chicago. Yeah, you better. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> come on. Uh, Loyola Chicago is going to win the conference. I think Drake will be second. Then after that, I think there's going to be a drop-off a bit. Uh, Missouri State, I think, is third. Northern Iowa, Southern Illinois, Bradley, Southern. Why did I put Southern Illinois twice? They're just that mediocre. Whatever. Indiana State, Evansville, and Valpo to finish that off. So, uh, ACC. Well, you know, whatever. they're They're not good. Didn't they change their mascot? They have a new mascot, I think. Really? Not like a new name or whatever. Like it's uh, Val Beacons or something. What was their mascot before? I don't know. I don't really care. I just thought that somebody had said that. <laughs> All <laughs> right. This is where things get interesting because you kind of got to look at how many bids these leagues might get and who might finish where. And we'll start in the ACC. Who is going to win it? Shocking. Have we been on the same page with every single one except I for think the AAC? So far, yeah. Well, the American we we flipped, but 
Right. All right. I think we'll be on the same page here at ACC. What do you got? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Duke. Uh they have the best recruiting class in the ACC. They got three five stars coming in. Uh you talked about uh old PB. I'm gonna call him because I don't wanna butcher that. Uh he's a lot of preseason freshman of the year uh awards already going around. And you can't doubt Coach K in a swan song. I mean, that's it is what it is. Coach K is going to dominate, leave out on top. There you go. Why not? I mean, I agree. I have Duke, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, your guys, Florida State, apparently, at number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia Tech, three. I love Virginia Tech a lot. Virginia Tech is going to shoot like 43s a game with Couture and Storm Murphy there. Are you kidding me? They're going to be chucking it. They're going to be a team to watch. Uh they're gonna be a lot like they're gonna be the ACC's version of Wofford. I mean, okay. really, because Mike Young's still there, and they're bringing in guys from there every other year. So uh, North Carolina four, even though I said Virginia could be a little fraudulent, I think Tony Bennett's gonna get them to number five. Uh, Louisville six, Syracuse seven, Notre Dame eight, Georgia Tech, Miami, NC State, Clemson, Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, Boston College. So, how many bids will this league get? Is the interesting question. And I have it at seven. So I think that's that sounds fair. Cut it off after Syracuse. I think yeah. Duke, Florida State, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Virginia, Louisville, Syracuse are the tournament teams. Like Notre Dame's just barely gonna miss. Mm-hmm. And I think Bray might get fired if they if they miss the tournament, to be honest. I mean, I don't think the expectations are that high, but missing it two years in a row, and then there hasn't there wasn't a tournament the year before. I mean, that's just might have to go. Might have to, uh, you know, hire Coach K, Notre Dame. But um, <laughs> we'll see. So seven bids is what I'm going to write down here in the ACC. Alperez right. did change their name from the Crusaders to the Beacons. Nailed it. Because the Crusaders was being used by hate groups or something. All right. There you go. Knew it the whole time. There Big East. The Big East. Very interesting conference. Big East. Oh, I got to find it. I'm assuming you have Villanova. Oh, yeah. Big East, Villanova. And I got written down, Jay Wright and Kong Gillespie, enough said. Yeah, the conference kind of stinks after them, to be honest. Like <laughs> I kind of like UConn, but uh, yeah. I'll have Villanova 1, UConn 2, Xavier 3, St. John's 4, Seton Hall 5, Creighton, Butler, Marquette, Georgetown, Providence, and DePaul is just going to be like a 7-25 and 25 team. So good luck with them. I think there's going to be three bids in this league. But it's not going to be the top three teams in the conference in terms of the regular season finish. Villanova, UConn will make it. Mm-hmm. I see UConn is a two to three to four seed. I see UConn, uh, I see Villanova is a two to three to four seed. I see UConn is like a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seed, one of those spots. And St. John's, I think, is going to make a tournament run in the Big East and get into the tournament as the third bid. It's th- it's about time they get back in. So I'm going to say St. John's gets one, in. Well, I think yeah. you should, but whatever. Uh, good luck. Big 12. Big 12. I am going with uh, Chris Beard in Texas. Um, like we said, they got six of the top 31 transfers this year. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I think that Kansas will probably win, but I can't pick Bill Self. So, well, I'm going to go oh, with Texas. The- with the should be suspended coach Bill Self in Kansas, uh, no. Kansas is loaded again. They are. Uh, I think Texas will be very good, but I think Baylor or I, what? I think Kansas is going to be just a little bit better. Um, uh-huh. Out of Texas, two Baylor, three Oklahoma State. I think I think even without Katie Cunningham, they return almost everybody else. They're still very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brad Underwood really started something for them. If we're being honest, I mean, what a great what a great coach there that one season. Um, West Virginia, I still like. Texas Tech, Oklahoma. I think Porter Moser is going to make Oklahoma a little bit better than they should be. Uh, Kansas State. I mean, Bruce Weber's got to retire at some point. That's just embarrassing at this point. I, it's not really his fault. The program stinks. Bringing in Mark Smith to chuck up, shoot 13% from three, like the absolute bum that he is. Uh, TCU 9, Iowa State 10. Uh, had to get one in there. Uh, <laughs> this is a 10-team conference, by the way. Big 12 with 10 teams. And uh, I'm going to say six bids. Six. Six. Yeah. Kansas, Texas, Baylor, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Texas Tech, all tournament teams. Texas Tech will be a play-in team, by the way. I said they were a pretender. 
that means they're going to pretend that they're pretend good. That they're good, and then they and flop then on their faces. And the first like four, the they're going to lose by a share. Gotcha. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And the Big Ten definitely pretended they were good. Uh, the Big Ten is now where we go. Uh, what do you got? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm playing the homer card, hundred percent here. I'm picking Illinois. I know a lot of people are. Oh, they lost Io. Oh, Purdue's so much better. Oh, Michigan got all these freshmen coming in. I don't care. Taking Illinois. I think Illinois is going to be better than they were last year. Maybe the Big Ten's a little bit better, a little bit more top heavy than it was last year, but I'm taking Illinois. So I've done nothing but hype up Purdue and Ohio State. So it's very hard for me to make a choice between the two of these teams. Like Michigan, Dan. But Jay Nivey really sent me over the top. I'm going to take Purdue to win the conference. I'm going to have Ohio State two. I'm going to have Illinois three. I'm going to have Michigan four, Michigan State five, Indiana six. I don't think Mike Woodson's a very good coach at this level. I don't think he will be, but I think their roster is good enough. Just, I just, I just, it. I just know it. I, he's an assistant just by coach. At the guy, huh? He's like Jawan Howard if Jawan Howard was coaching at like uh, Southern Illinois. Mm. You know, like I'm it's sure. one of those things where it's he's just not the same guy. He's not going to get the same talent. Their their roster is good enough for them to finish sixth. So that's why I have them there. And I don't understand why Rutgers is being so disrespected. I'm going to have them finish seventh, which I think is higher than most people think, which is ridiculous. You're trying to tell me that you trust Turgeon and Maryland more than Peichel and Rutgers. I just don't see it. Like, yeah. let's bring in one of the most inefficient, talented guards in the uh, in the Atlantic 10 and throw him in the Big 10 and see how that works against actual defense. Like, I just I don't understand. And then Kudus Wahab, I mean, he's, how, how is he going to stand up against – actual like big 10 defense like in the big east last season was there anybody even close to trevion williams kofi coburn and hunter dickinson no there wasn't i just don't see it so maryland no sorry uh wisconsin nobody likes greg guard there so why is he even there like nobody likes him the players can't stand him wisconsin is hard school to coach at well regardless Guards a moron. I mean, that doesn't really okay. help. Doesn't help. Uh, I, I remember the whole thing that happened last season with them. I mean, not good. True. They were, I mean, Nebraska 10. I mean, I'm hammering that. Nebraska top 10 finished in the Big Ten. Hammer it. Thousand bucks, probably. Totally worth it. <laughs> I think Nebraska, I don't understand why people don't think Nebraska is like, like, Nebraska is not a basement team anymore. They're not very good, but they're not bad. Like, they have a lot of talent on that team. And Hoiberg, he ain't Fran McCaffrey. He's much better. I mean, if we're looking at X's and O's. Right. Like, the McGowan's brothers are there, okay? The other dude that's really good, that's the guard, the name that I forget, he's there, mm-hmm. he's right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good team. Uh, Iowa 11. I mean, Iowa, Jesus. You can be as deep as you want, but when you have uh, fourth graders out there playing, it's not going to work. So I don't see Iowa being very good. I think um, – I think to be honest, that early December date, Illinois, Iowa might be a mercy rule game. Honestly, I think Kofi Coburn might have 52 points and 37 rebounds in the first half. <laughs> I just, I mean, he, they, they beat them three times in a row with Garza there. So now he's gone. So is Frederick, who I think Frederick was probably the second most important player on the team last season. Well, I guess Weiss camp, probably third Frederick wise. Uh, you know, they do have, you know, congrats on Bohannon wanting to return to that mess. Props to him, though. He's a guy that could have easily transferred and said, we are going to be terrible. What the hell am I wasting my time here for? Like, it was easier for Trent Frazier to return to Illinois than it was for Bohannon to return to Iowa. Because at least Frazier knows he's coming, even if Kofi didn't return, he's coming to a team that's going to be somewhat good. Iowa's going to be terrible. So good luck to them. Uh, Penn State, Penn State, no. I, that's a team that I feel so bad for because they should have been in the tournament in 2020. They got totally screwed. And now they're going to be in the basement for four or five more years. Like that is, you talk about all the teams that deserve to play in the tournament and should have gotten that chance. They're towards the top. It's very unfortunate for them. Uh, Northwestern 13th. I don't think Chris Collins is going to last much longer there. They stink. I mean, they can, they, it's a, I, I don't see them as the type of school that's going to fire anybody because like, right. what are you, you, you can't get, get much better. Right. Hire Mike Greenberg from ESPN to be your head coach. I mean, all those nerdy Northwestern alums that work in TV these days. I mean, come on. Uh, Minnesota, 
Patino's gone. Carr's gone. What a disaster the Liam Robbins transfer move was. They're going to be bad. Um, yeah, it's going to be a rough year for Minnesota. Uh, they wasted another – I mean, they had a lot of talent the last couple of years. didn't work. They let Illinois just literally make them look like a, a junior second-grade squad twice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, Pac-12. Uh, seven bids in the Big Ten, by the way. Purdue down to Rutgers. Those are the bids. So, Maryland's out. Wisconsin's out. Iowa might win 13 games um, overall. <laughs> Pac-12. Uh, Pac-12, I know everybody's all over UCLA. I am going to go with Oregon. Um, Pac-12 dominated the tournament last year. Um, but I just I feel like, you know, Dana Altman, he, he gets his teams going at the right time. Uh, they might struggle starting off the season. Um, but I think that once they get to conference play, they'll, they'll find their groove. Uh, I did see that they're losing uh, 55 points per game last year from five different players. So uh, he's going to have to find scoring, but I think, I think he'll get it done. You know, he aligns something, I think. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. The PAC 12 dominating the tournament last season was a total one-off. I mean, come on. They, they weren't that good. That was a situation where every team got hot and had they got good hot matchups. and had good matchups. Yes. Yeah. I don't disagree with that, but. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't have the stones to pick Oregon. I'm buying into the UCLA hype because I think if Jaime Jaquez and Johnny Juzang are going to play that well, I don't I, – this team's they played together, a lot of experience. I think Oregon's going to be very good. I think they'll probably go deeper in the tournament, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to take them a lot of time to figure it out because uh, they've been a team that's weathered a storm like almost every early season at this point, injuries or COVID issues the last couple seasons. So – I'm going to say UCLA wins it. I think Oregon finishes second. And I think there's a little bit of a gap as you go to USC, Arizona State, I think fourth and uh, fifth. Fifth and final bid in this league. A team that I talked about at the end of last season saying, you better watch out for them next season. Washington State. I'm all over Washington State. That is as talented as a roster as you're going to find. I mean, they're loaded up front. They're a team that played very well at the end of last season. I think that they'll honestly probably win 21 games, 21 and 10. I think they're that good. I think the Pac-12 schedule might hurt them a little bit. But outside of the top five in the Pac-12, there's nobody that's really scary. I mean, Arizona I have at six. I don't think they're that great. Uh, Colorado, not as good as they were last season. Stanford, Utah, uh, Oregon State, Washington, and Cal. So Washington State I like very much. Uh, They are a solid squad, good roster, you know. Good team. They came on at the end of last season, and I think most people have them in that second tier, but I think they're a little higher. Like People like Arizona too much, I think. Um, but, yeah, Washington State, Noah Williams, stud. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He's on the second team in the three-man weave all-conference selections. Shout out. So he's going to have to carry the load, but they're still very good, right? I mean, come on. I'm totally yeah. right about this. I like it. I, I like you throwing that nugget out. It's well, I think people, very, you know, need to know nice. that 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 they're a very solid squad. You know, they have a. Uh, by the way, um, Michael Flowers is there now. Okay, and why is that important? South Alabama transfer. How many points did he average last season? I don't care what conference it's in. I think it's the Sun Belt. Twenty-two points per game. Twenty-two points per 22. game is a lot. And uh, you want another nugget for you here? Yeah, Tyrell Roberts, okay. UC San Diego last season. What conference is that? We don't even know. It's like, the one with all the UCs. Oh, God, what, what conference, conference is that? was that? <laughs> UC Santa Barbara won the tournament. Yeah, what like, conference is that? It's with an M, right? Why do I forget this conference? I don't know. C, uh, Big West. Boom. Knew it the whole time. <laughs> uh, Tyrell Roberts, undersized guard, five foot 11, 19 points per game last season at UC San Diego. They're not going to worry about scoring. It's going to be all about the depth. And they have a lot of guys there that have played a lot of minutes. So I think it'll work. Uh, SEC, very interesting conference, huge conference. I don't know why the hell they have 14 teams in there, but they do. So uh, we will see. <laughs> I'm going to go with Arkansas. Um, they were an elite eight team last year. I know they lost Moses Moody and Justin Smith and Jalen Tate. And, you know, it seems like everybody, but uh, 
I really like – I'm on the must bus. I like what he's doing. I love him on social media, how he gets his team going. Um, you know, SEC is becoming a very good basketball conference, you know. So, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm going with Arkansas. Took 300 years for teams to – figure out the sec and like, yeah. you know, I, not, it's just not, not be the yeah, exactly. Kentucky every year. That's all you thought of, but now you have Alabama, you have Arkansas, you got uh, those other teams. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're shockingly, gonna you're gonna name shockingly them. in agreement here. I do like Arkansas. I didn't think that we'd both have Arkansas, but really? must bus. I mean, come on, he's doing it. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. This team is going to be very good. I don't care what they lost. I think their coaching is good. I think Musselman's probably a top three coach in the conference. I don't even know how you would go about ranking that at this point. Right. I mean, Calipari is always going to be the number one guy. I don't even think he is, honestly. I think Rick Barnes might be better. Yeah. Uh, Will Wade's always going to be 14th because he's a cheater. I mean, let's just be honest about it. Um, actually, Bruce Pearl. Sorry, Pearl yeah. 14th. And then <laughs> they're Will they're Wade battling down there at the bottom. Bruce Pearl's like the 357th best coach in college basketball. What a stud. <laughs> um, so – yeah, I mean, just looking at the roster of Arkansas, okay? It's a good roster. And why people don't pick them, like people think they're like a tier two team in the conference. Do you even know about the must bus? Do you even know what the must bus is all about? Have you ever read Chris the must likes, bus? Chris likes. We saw him torch Illinois at Miami. He's a stud. Devontae Davis, back. Some other names that I can't pronounce. Audis Tony. <laughs> <laughs> 14.4 Pittsburgh last season. Stanley Umudi Umadi Umadi, uh-huh. South Dakota, 22 points per game last season. Jalen Williams is back. JD Note is back. Kalen Robinson is back. Connor Vanover, seven foot three, back. Yeah. And a few transfers. Gimme it. Probably the least SEC winning looking roster I've ever seen. Like there's not like that huge player there. Yeah but I'm taking it. Uh, second, I like Tennessee. Like I said earlier, Tennessee returning too much to not be good. Kentucky will have three. A lot of people think Kentucky's one. Last year, and whether I'm wrong about this or not, I don't know, last year kind of showed me that maybe I shouldn't trust these unknown freshman-ridden teams as much. Yeah. I don't know. But this team is pretty experienced. Like, Severe Wheeler's there, transfer from Georgia, very good player, 14 points per game last season. I mentioned Kellen Grady was a star at Davidson. 17 points per game. Keon Brooks is back for his third season. Our guy Ty Ty Washington, shout out, he's in there. He'll be a he'll be a good player for them. I don't even know who that is. Never heard of him. All right, uh, Oscar Shubway, 8.7 rebounds. Former five star guy, West Virginia last season. Left early. Damian Collins, five star freshman coming in, center. Uh, CJ Frederick, studded Iowa coming in. Davion Mintz, Jacob Toppin, all returning. So they're going to be good. They're Not be the good. best Calipari team, but yeah, still good. good. Uh, Alabama, once again, another team that I think is still going to be good despite losing some guys. Shackelford, I believe, is still there. Uh, I'm, I think Nate Oates is another guy that's got to be in the top five coaches in this conference. So, Quinterly, back. Betty Ako, freshman. So, mm-hmm. shout out to them. Uh, Auburn, fifth. I mean, they should be so much better. Like, Auburn this season, the one thing – Holding them back from being second in the conference is Sharif Cooper leaving. Why did Sharif Cooper leave? Like, was he even drafted? He might have been like a late second round pick. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. So dumb. Just a dumb decision. <laughs> he would have lit the SEC up this season, just like he did last season. He would have had a better roster to do it with. Uh, Florida sixth, LSU seventh, Ole, uh, Ole Miss eighth, Mississippi State ninth. Texas A&M, South Carolina, Missouri is going to be a train wreck. Unless Quanzo gets him a couple wins. Another guy that I think is still a pretty good coach there. Vanderbilt, 13th. Georgia, 14th. Six bid. As my internet sucks. Arkansas. Tennessee. Kentucky. Alabama. Auburn. Florida. Those are your tournament teams. Bada bing. Bada boom. I like it. And now... We finished the program with some storylines going into the season, things that it should be talked about. Preseason All-American list. Drew Timmy, Gonzaga, Kofi Coburn, Illinois, Johnny Juzang, UCLA, Trace, LOL, Jackson Davis, Indiana, <laughs> Colin Gillespie, Villanova. I mean, come on. 
Put Jaden Ivey on there if you're going to put another Big Ten player on there. For hey. the love of God. People no bigger stat-padding, losing player than Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah. Totally overrated. God, give me media a break. Loves him. Media loves them. Yeah, the Andy Katz media, which is a bunch of clowns. Sure. AKA clowns, just how a Pittsburgher would say it. Clowns. You get it. Clowns. I'm not from Pittsburgh, but I wish I was. All right. Final season for Coach K and Duke. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? 26 and 5, 27 and 4, classic I, vintage he, one seed. They might not lose a game. You know, uh-huh. that seems a little strong. Yeah. No, what I, if they I beat would say, Kentucky and then say five every game. Team. They lose to Kentucky and then win every game. Yeah. That'd be amazing. One or two. I'd be surprised if they weren't a one or two. Or they could completely flop and everyone would be shocked, but I doubt it. Uh, first season at North Carolina for Hubert Davis. Got a good roster, but yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I think he's pulling in some recruits too. I mean, even for next year and stuff. So uh, I think he's a, he's a good hire. We'll see how he does being a head coach, but I, I think it's a good hire for North Carolina. Well, it's not it's not a there. surprise that a university like North Carolina had absolutely no stones in terms of hiring their next coach. They went with the uh, yeah. absolute safest bet. And Duke, I, Duke will do the same thing, I assume. Well, they already have uh, what's his face in there. Shire ready to go, pretty much. Is he taking them over the job? Who's yeah. taking over the job? Shire, right? I, I Illinois boy, pretty sure. John Shire, guaranteed. Uh, I still would have hired what's his face from UNC Greensboro. John Shire is the next head coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have hired the dude that left UNC Greensboro. Wes Miller, I would have hired him. I think he's a North Carolina, former North Carolina guy. He uh, went to um, – he's Cincinnati now, but uh, I would have yeah, I would have hired him in North Carolina. That would have been a move that actually took some stones, but whatever. Uh, lots of roster retooling in the SEC. That's a storyline to watch out for. As I mentioned, Kentucky, pretty much an all-new starting five with Keon Brooks in there, so pretty much everybody except for him. Internet continues to suck. <laughs> um, you have uh, what's his face at Auburn getting a few new players, 347th best coach in the league in the country, I should say. Uh, you know, LSU got some new guys, Tennessee, lots of roster retooling. The Big Ten, top heavy. Your thoughts? Do you think the Big Ten heavy. is better? You think like overall the Big Ten is better? Because I don't really think they are. Last year, I think the top yeah. four, five teams might be, but I after that. I don't know. I don't know. The top four or five teams in the Big Ten were very good last season. Yeah, I'm, but I think that they'll be like – I think Purdue's better, obviously. I think Ohio State's better. Uh, I I think Illinois <sighs> – Ohio State's good. I don't could know be better. better. Yeah, Michigan. Mich- Michigan, I don't – yeah, Michigan's, I, Michigan's my biggest question mark right now is because, I mean, they did lose so many guys, like so many – big guys for their team. Um, so, I don't know. Let me list each Big Ten team. We'll say if they got better or not, objectively. Purdue got better. Uh-huh. Illinois, unknown, I would say. Even. I would say even. Could be better. Yeah, could be better. Okay. Ohio State, I don't know. That's your Lost team. Lost to Wayne Washington. I, I – but I don't know if I'd say that they got better. Like, I think they could end up being better, but I don't know if I would just flat out say that they got better without okay. knowing. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, no. Michigan State, I guess a little I, bit maybe. Yeah. Michigan Probably. State wasn't great last year. So, yeah. Um, Indiana, I do think is a bit better. Uh, Rutgers. Probably a bit worse. Lost Jacob Young and Miles Johnson. Still a team that's disrespected. Uh-huh. Um, Maryland, they got better, but still frauds, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska got better. Wisconsin got worse. Iowa got significantly worse. Penn State, they still stink. Mm-hmm. Northwestern, same thing. Minnesota got worse. So, I don't know. It's a very interesting conference. I mean, it's a conference that's going to be a little bit overrated going into the season. Right. I, do you, I don't think that people are going to talk about the Big Ten this year like they did last year as the best conference. 
I think they will at the beginning of the season, but I think once we get settled in, we'll see a little bit like, eh, the bottom half's pretty bad. Yeah. Unless some team surprises, which kind of always happens. But uh, there's a battle in the AAC. You have Memphis, I have Houston. Mm-hmm. Is Penny going to be able to do something? We will see. He better. Say, what's he in his third year? Fourth year? 20th season there? 20, 25? No way. Has he done, I mean, they won the NIT. That's pretty sweet. Maybe there are four years. When <laughs> did he start? 2018. So this is third year? Year four. 22 and four. I mean, he's had a good record, but like, I just, come on. He won state titles at East High in 16, 17, and 18. Why wouldn't you hire him as a D1 basketball coach? Exactly. <laughs> uh, National player of the year race, Drew Timmy's in the mix. Chet Holmgren's in the mix. Kofi's in the mix. I think other guys other than the ones that I listed are in the mix. Boncaro's in the mix. Mm-hmm. Wonder who wins that. Who would you pick right now? To win national player of the year, Timmy probably. Yeah, I think. That's I just wonder point. if t- I, with Holmgren, I wonder. Yeah, if he, he might lose some at. numbers. Yeah, but Timmy was was really good last year, and and probably had a. I think that he had a better chance, or probably should have had a better chance than than Io to beat out Luca Garza, but yeah, uh, he didn't get it. He didn't get much love. It seemed like. I know you're a big uh, you're a Timmy fan. Right, huge fan. Absolutely. No no doubt about it. I might make him the picture for this for this episode. Yes. Um I hope he's doing looking that. I hope so too. Even though they were down by like 20. <laughs> uh looking at some of the new head coaches in the Power 6 conferences. Uh-huh. As I mentioned the ACC earlier, Hubert Davis should make the tournament. Earl Grant uh, he he's not he's not going to have a good time at Boston College. Yeah. They're, they're going to they're going to be bad. Good luck to him. Uh, Big East, Shaka Smart. Does he move the needle at all at Marquette? Like a little better, probably. Yeah, I. They did lose their best player, Dawson Garcia, to right. North Carolina. I I think that he, I you know when he was at VCU, everybody thought he was amazing. Then he went to Texas, and he kind of. I, Texas I call, in both sports kills flop, coaches, but I but he wasn't what they. Th- thought he would do um so maybe being back at i mean not that marquette's a super small school or anything but maybe being back in that you know state not in the big 12 and under the microscope so much i I think he might do better here's the thing texas is so good at killing coaches in both sports Mm -hmm. now rick barnes has rebounded pretty well yep but Chris Beard is the ultimate test. True. Will Chris Beard be killed survive, by Texas? Survive. Look at Texas football, too. My God. Yeah. The amount of coaches that they go through and the expectations and the money that they have in that program is just absurd that they're not winning more games. Absolutely. Makes no sense. Um, Tony Stubblefield, DePaul, once again, not a good time. <laughs> Big 12 is where the biggest moves were made. You had uh, TJ Otzelberger at Iowa State, which I think is a solid hire. I still think they're a bit of a ways away from actually rebuilding that roster, but we all know the legend Jalen Coleman lands is about to drop 50 a game at Kansas. So they did. That's a big loss for Iowa State. Uh, Mark Adams at Texas Tech replaces Chris Beard, who went to Texas. Um, Mark Adams is going to have a rough go. I think the defense will be good, but I worry about the rest of that team. Uh, and then Porter Moser at Oklahoma. I'm very interested to see how this works. Porter Moser had it all at Loyola Chicago. Kind of reminds me a little bit of what Luke Fickle has in football at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Does he want to leave? Why did he want to leave that? You know. And well, it's kind of like that, like Shaka Smart leaving VCU, right? I mean, he, yeah, he didn't I have mean, any expectations. When he did something good, everybody loved it. Yeah. And and Porter Moser was always in the like he always talked like he was never going to leave, but he, I guess if you throw enough money at somebody, having haven't we seen more evidence from Porter Moser as being like a tremendous coach than we saw from Shaka Smart though? Like what Porter Moser did to Illinois, I mean that's just pure coaching, mm-hmm. and I feel like Shaka didn't show as much of that at VCU. They made runs. Anybody can make runs though at this point. John Gross 
made a run with Ohio. Right. And he sucks at coaching. <laughs> so that kind of sums that up. Got him, got him a job at, a, at the University of Illinois, though. To ruin them. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> God. Uh, Big Ten, Micah Shrewsbury, Penn State. No, not going to have fun. Uh, Mike Woodson, Indiana, like I said, I didn't love the hire. Still don't love the hire. I still think that they'll you know, do some fun things, maybe get into the tournament this season, losing the first or second round. That'll be exciting for them. Uh, ben Johnson at Minnesota, nope, not going to work. Pac-12, the SEC had none, by the way. Pac-12, Craig Smith leaves Utah State to go to Utah. Not sure what they're going to do this season. Then Tommy Lloyd, I believe, was at Gonzaga and then ends up at Arizona. I think that's a good hire by them. We'll see. Arizona should be back to being like top-tier Pac-12 in the next few seasons. And I can actually maybe respect them a little bit more now that that weasel, sweaty shirt, MFR, Sean Miller's at. A-H-T-O-U-T, same thing. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Just past the hour mark, which I guess is a good place to wrap this up. Yeah. We'll see how these predictions go. I'm going to keep this packet of information on file, and it'll be ready to distribute and discuss in uh, February when we get these going again with the actual Are you not, I just say, well, I know we haven't talked about it yet. Are you not thinking about maybe doing like a mid-season one of these to, so we can talk about where teams are? Oh, we could, yeah. I don't know when that would be, though, like mid-January or something. I don't know. Just asking. Early conference play. I mean, I'm, you know, I feel something dry coming to my throat. I'm about to lose my voice. So there you go. <laughs> Internet's I mean, going out. <laughs> Internet sucks, too. So there you go. That'll do it for us. We'll be back some point in the next couple months, I guess is how you confirm it. And uh, hopefully the college hoop season doesn't suck. Good luck to everybody except for Iowa and Auburn and a few of those schools and Missouri and, and Kansas State because Mark Smith – And uh, we will see you uh, sometime in the next few months. Uh, Countdown to March Madness. Goodbye. Later.